This is the Forward Echo Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Snyder. Today, we're going to talk about probably one of the most important subject areas of my life, surfing. I love surfing. (laughs) I can't say, I can't be any more clear about it. Surfing is probably the most exhilarating, most difficult, physically and mentally, um, challenging hobby sport that I've ever subjected myself to. And quite frankly, it is an active addiction of mine. Um, It is something that if you haven't tried, I highly suggest it. Even if you haven't thought about doing it, you should do it. You should give it a try. Um, Definitely. You're missing out. I'll tell you why. Um, I remember, I don't remember the first time I picked up a surfboard. But I remember the first time I picked up a surfboard again, having been, shoot, 20 years before I picked up a board again. I learned in California out on the West Coast, took, you know, one of those two-hour lessons, surfed in super cold Pacific water. Kudos to you California surfers out there. And then never picked up a board again. Don't know why I didn't. But I will tell you this. When I picked up a board again two years ago when I went to Hawaii uh, on a family vacay, I fell in love. I just fell in love with the experience of going to the board shop, picking out a board, not knowing what the hell kind of board I was going to get. You know, uh, don't remember the name of the surf shop. Unfortunately, it burnt down um, during the 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 Maui wildfires. Um, but the guys there with the shop are super helpful. Most shops I've ever been to, they're they're really helpful. They're really passionate about what they do. But they got me a foamy foam top. It was an eight zero some plastic fins on it, nothing crazy. We went to the south side of the island, just south of the harbor. Um, there's a good spot out there on the reef. It was a nice little reef break, just crisp, you know, three to four. And uh, wintertime in Hawaii is their season. I mean, it's firing over there. North side, north shore, if you guys know about that. I mean, it's just best pipeline in the world. Some of the best pipeline um, waves for the non-surfer. But uh I just fell in love with the experience, man. And I remember I surfed with, I was with my brother and we surfed for maybe like two hours and we were absolutely wrecked. Like shoulders completely smoked. And I remember when, you know, this experience of like getting out there, you know, um, having a paddle over the rock and the reef and, and be cognizant of that, you know, be, be mindful of that. And as a beginner amateur surfer, you know, you get a little, little in your head about that, you know, um, and I just, when we got back, we we're like, dude, we got to get boards. Like, what are we doing? You know, we, we live here in Florida. Let's get boards and surf, which mind you, I didn't know that there was waves here on the East coast in Florida. Um, I've been missing out for a while cause I've been here for about five years and just found out and picked up the surfboard as I kind of made my way more North Florida, almost towards mid Florida, but still in South Florida. And anyways, I got back, I bought my first board. It was a torque uh, 7.0, just thick, beefy boy. You know, they, uh, uh, it was, uh, I think it was like 60 liters. So again, to someone who hasn't served before, it's just like, it's like riding a damn canoe. You're not going to, you're not going to duck dive that thing under waves. So like, you're not going to push it down underneath the wave to like get through the breaking wave. That's when you see a surfer, you know, paddling out and then they'll duck under the wave. It's called duck diving. There's no way hell is getting that thing underneath the wave. I just took it on the head, took it on the face every time. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta earn your stripes out there. But, um, you know, since then fast forward to where I'm at today, I've got five surfboards sitting in my garage at the moment. I'm absolutely obsessed. Any day I get out in the water is a good day. You know, everything else in my life could go wrong. 
and just getting that opportunity to paddle out, even if it's, you know, a small day, if it's a, if it's a day full of wind shop, I am just grateful. Um, you know, and I, that, that experience in Hawaii with my brother, just, it holds true. You know, it, it sits in my heart nearest and dearest to me. It's just a constant reminder of, you know, this passion, this thing that I fell in love with that quite frankly, feels like, you know, religion out there. Um, there's just something about being out in the water and the elements where you're completely at the mercy of the ocean and all of its vastness, all of the variables at play, the sea life, the, uh, the wave size, the, the currents, the wind, you know, the weather it's, it's truly undescribable to someone who I guess hasn't been out there before. And, um, yeah, so for me, I think why I gravitated towards it the most is, uh, you know, number one for the physical challenge. Um, you know, you're paddling with your arms for long periods of times is not a common thing for anyone to do. So that experience of just getting to a place where I can handle four or five, six hour sessions out in the water, just, you know, assembly line, excuse me, assembly line, catching waves, paddling back out, catch away, paddle back out, no matter the conditions has, has just been at least when I say conditions, no matter the conditions on the East coast of Florida, um, it's, it's been so, uh, it's been trial by fire, right? Um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of variables at play. So, you know, one day it could be four to six clean, glassy conditions. And then another day it could be super wind shop, small intervals, four to six. And you're just getting, you know, your, your shoulders wrecked paddling back out on waves like that. I won't get too granular. Um, I try and keep it kind of like top level focused, and at least just for listeners who haven't, who haven't surfed before. If you surfed, you know what I'm getting at, you know, you, know, you get it. Uh, I know you can hear the passion and the excitement in my voice. I know you feel it. If you're, you know, if you're going to paddle out tomorrow, I know we got some waves tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to getting some waves getting wet. Um, but I, I, on top of like the physical fitness piece, the element of just, of just having to really push yourself, get your cardio up, you know, one of the things that's always impressed me the most about big wave surfers that goes through my mind, you know, just on, on regular days out here is I think about the element of getting your heart rate so jacked up, you know, while you're paddling really hard to catch waves, to duck dive waves, you get stuck in the impact zone, which is a place you don't want to be. You never want to be in the impact zone. And probably the dead giveaway for that is the name impact zone. That's where the waves just crash. They break it's heavy if it's a heavy day and you just get pummeled. Um, and sometimes you get stuck there because you've got the swell and you've got the currents that are kind of neutralizing each other as the waves are breaking this way and pushing you towards shore. Maybe you have a, a current that's pushing you back out towards sea. So it kind of puts you in this neutral position and it can be hard on, on big days. Like you can get stuck there. And unfortunately you just take it on the head until the set clears through um, the set of waves coming through. And so what I think about on days where, you know, you're really working for waves is it's one thing to be cardiovascularly fit and be able to say, you know, run miles, run multiple miles, bike, multiple miles, paddle, paddleboard, kayak, whatever. But it's another thing when you start having to introduce the element of holding your breath while having your heart rate jacked up while having the, you know, I don't want to say anxiety, but just the variables at play where you're in a chaotic situation and you have to throttle that natural physiological response to be able to stay calm in these high pressure situations. Now here on the East coast, the only time we get big swells, you know, 10, 
plus double overhead is when we have hurricanes come through. Other than that, you know, if there's not any swells happening off of the Atlantic coast, uh, we're just getting, you know, two to three, three to four, so, you know, sometimes four to six, sometimes six to eight, which is amazing. You know, it's crumbly. It's not barreling like you get out on the West coast, but, um, you know, in that, even so in that, you know, the challenge, like when I first started surfing, it was just this mental mind game of like, you know, wanting to get better, wanting to progress. And honestly, putting myself in positions that I definitely had a skill set level, both from surfing and from physical, you know, physical conditioning was definitely not prepared for, but I like to charge hard. So uh, I had a couple instances that scared the heck out of me when I got out there. Uh, I shouldn't have been out there. There's no one else out there. I'm sure the lifeguard's probably like, look at this idiot. What, what is he, what is he doing? But, um, you know, I'm sure they were standing by, you know, me running out there with just this big board that was just not meant to be in conditions like this, but you know, it's definitely, it's definitely humbling. I go there not only for peace, for my serenity, you know, just being out there, being one, being connected with the water, being connected with the elements. It's one place in my mind where I can go and not think about anything else. Everything in my life could be falling apart feel like it's falling apart at least, you know, I can be faced with a lot of challenges. And when I'm out there in the water, I just am present, but also it's the one place that can be pure, total chaos. If you're not prepared, if you're not, you know, physically fit for that. Um, and then the other element of that, you know, which typically goes hand in hand with any sport, any, any type of physical activity is, is the mental fitness, um, is the mindset of, you know, when you're trying to paddle out on days when it's, it's hard, you know, that you're fighting the current, you're fighting the waves. Um, you know, you'll stay there and you'll paddle sometimes for 15, 20, 25 minutes, just trying to get out past the break. Uh, typically where we live on the, on the, on the East coast, we've got a beach break, which means the waves break at the beachhead. There's no point break, which is super optimal in terms of being able to navigate a point where you see the waves consistently break and you can paddle around them and have a clean, you know, paddle around versus beach break. You're just charging full on a line of waves, basically, uh, in layman's terms, I guess you could say, but, um, you know, that mental aspect, you know, if you're a runner, you get it. Like you hit that certain mile marker, that phase line. And all of a sudden that voice in your head starts telling you to slow down. You know, maybe we don't need to run the full mile today or full miles today. Maybe we can cut time a little bit. Maybe we can, Maybe we can miss the day when you're sleeping in or not sleeping in, when you're waking up in the morning after a hard day of training, whatever's going on in your life. And you wake up and you hear that familiar internal dialogue that's telling you, hey, comfort is better. And it's not. And I think, you know, just to translate that in surfing, like I was saying, those days where you get out there and you've got these two elements fighting against each other, what are just holding you in this neutrality, this, this position of neutrality you know, it is such a mind game to fight that voice. that's telling you, you know, is it really worth paddling out, man? I should have trained harder. I should have been paddling more. I don't even think it's that big. Maybe I'll just go back in. No one's going to notice that I gave up and quit. It's okay. I can quit today. Um, and then, you know, as you're fighting that with the physical element of just pushing and pushing and pushing, the further you get out, the quieter the voice goes, it's like, okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm gonna keep going. I'll keep going. And, um, I love that. It's, I don't know how to explain why I love it other than I, I think that just being able to push yourself to the test, to, to, to put yourself in a place where it feels like a test. It's just you and yourself and nobody else, right? You and the forces of nature is so, again, as I mentioned earlier, so humbling 
um, to, to be in that position that I, I, I love that, you know? Um, and I think that's, I think that goes true just for about any, anything you, you, you do that's, that's, uh, requires a, a physical aptitude in terms of, you know, if it's working out in the gym, if it's, if it's, you know, crushing, you know, uh, a split day, or if it's crushing, you know, uh, swim laps, you know, swimming, swimming laps in the pool. Like there's, we always have that voice in our head. That's like telling us to lean into comfort when discomfort is where all the growth happens. And for me, you know, outside of being able to grow in my surfing skill set, which I've got a long way to do, by no means am I anywhere a Kelly Slater or anyone even, you know, recreationally prepared to catch, you know, a, a, a rookie level or amateur competition level. But uh, the point is that it has it has bled over into so many other areas of my life. Um, you know, just that that mental fortitude to keep pushing through the elements of discomfort that show up in all my buckets of life. If that's my personal relationships with my friends, if that's my relationship with my girlfriend, my relationship with my family, you know, my relationship with myself, where it's just you and yourself at the end of the day, right? Like these things that we have that, that, that we struggle with, if it's anxiety, if it's hypervigilance, if it's depression, if it's self-doubt, if it's any of these negative, negative preconceived cognitions that we've acquired, you know, since we were kids or, or just through our experiences in life. Um, I, I think I just, I've noticed that this, this desire to push through has really helped me in other, all these areas of my life, my business, the, you know, doing things that I, that I didn't think I was capable of doing, or, or that I didn't think could happen. And so, um, you know, as we, as I, as I think about, you know, what I wanted, what I was hoping you take away is that, you know, I hope that whatever it is that you're doing right now, and if you're not, you know, lean into something that brings you exactly that something that is a place for you to go and disconnect from all the hustle and bustle of life every day or a couple of times a week, even, you know, as a weekend warrior, maybe that's only something you do on the weekends, but I firmly believe we all need something in place like that. It is an absolute pillar in being able to live a life of longevity, not just from, um, you know, preparing ourselves and enabling our, 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 our physical health, but our mental health. You know, there's so many studies of, 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 uh, stress on the human body and what that delivers to us, you know, how that can absolutely just rot us from inside out and, and sub subject ourselves to, to, to diseases, to sicknesses. And I think that, you know, mental health as, as exciting as it is in the past, you know, decade of how it's become more of a conversation and so many more resources and tools for, for people to, to seek help. Um, you know, I, I think like taking care of yourself involves doing things that help you relieve yourself of stress that, you know, help you feel good about yourself, you know, for lack of a better, better phrase, that is a place for you to escape, um, to just decompress. And, you know, whether it's with yourself or doing it with people you love and care about, you know, I think it's super important. And I know for myself, surfing is, is such a staple in my recovery today, it's such a staple in my life. I get to share that experience with my woman. I get to share that experience with people in, in sobriety, other people that are in recovery as well. I get to share that with, with my business partners, you know, that, that, that like to surf as well. And, um, it's just such, it's, it's 
created such a special experience. Um, it's the one place, like I said, that I know I can get to and, and, and just let go, you know, and we need that. Everybody needs that. So whatever that is, you know, like we said, last podcast, it's still early in the year. I hope moving into this year, you've, you've, um, you know, created some sort of momentum. You didn't wait till the 31st of December to decide you were going to, you know, work on things. At least that's my personal experience. I don't believe in waiting for a date to start something. I believe the best time to start is now. Um, and you know, I, I hope that you find that. I hope that if you do have that, you keep doing it. I hope you find ways to just continually make it fun and not make it feel like it's a chore or, or a task. Cause that's the other thing too. You know, I thought about, um, I have to throttle myself because for me, uh, I, I like to take things to the extreme sometimes too much where I can actually rob myself of the fun that it brings me the joy. And I thought about, you know, maybe I'll push it. Maybe I'll get a surf coach. Maybe I'll go learn. Maybe I'll go do competitions. And I realized like, why would I put any type of measurements around something that is not meant to be measured. And what I mean is like, why would I start putting in these places where now I have to start talking about, you know, how much I'm training to surf. Now I have to look at, um, you know, more technique and which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I, I still do all these things. Um, invariably I do these regardless, but to the level where now I'm having to set a goal to go and prepare for this competition that, you know, starts putting unnecessary, I guess what I'm trying to say is unnecessary stress. I don't want that. Right. I want this to just be as it is. No pressure to show up as anyone, no pressure to hit a goal, no pressure to compete with somebody else in a place in the in, in something that just brings me peace by being at peace. Um, and if that is something you want to do in your sport, your hobby, like it's turned into something more, that's great too. That's that's amazing. There's nothing wrong with with that. But what I'm saying, suggesting is that, you know, it's a place for me to just to just, you know, disconnect for a little while. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about surfing today because, you know, that's, that's just, you know, the, like I said, the staple in my life and, um, you know, I'd be open to, to any guidance, any questions that you guys have regarding surfing. If you're looking at getting a surf, if you never thought about it, maybe you want to start now by all means, please DM me. If you're in South Florida, the, or you're coming down to South Florida, the shop to go to is Ohana surf shop in Stewart, Florida. Uh, shout out to my man, Jordan over there. You know, that's where I continually go and dump all of my money that I don't need to be spending. So thank you, Jordan, for all the surfboards that I purchased that I probably didn't need to purchase, but either way, he's the man, he knows what's up. He's embedded in a lot of the community that we work with. Really good guy, really knowledgeable, um, just really cares, you know, more than, uh, more than just surfing about his community, about people here. So if you guys are coming down here and you need a place to rent a board, you want to buy a board, or you just want to talk surfing and learn about it. Hit up Jordan. They got everything you need: boards, leashes, stomp pads, um, you know, wax. Most importantly, and uh, yeah. And this isn't sponsored, by the way. This is just I just really care about these guys, and I really care about the shop. And um, you know, it's it's where I've gone to learn everything that I've learned today. So thank you guys, Ohana Surf Shop. Um, like I said, you know, any questions, comments, concerns, feel free DM me, email email me, drop me a line, and I'll be sure to get back to you. And looking forward to the next podcast. So. Hope you guys stay after it and stay focused, stay dialed in, and we'll see you and we'll see you next week.